I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There were so many people like, oh, just leave. Just leave, man. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to pay my bills? That's right. You know? <laughs> That's right. Hi, my name is Raphael Sofaluk. I'm the founder and CEO of UK Black Business Show and UK Black Business Week. I'm Opiemi Sofaluk. I am a co-author of Twice As Hard and I work in diversity, equity and inclusion. Welcome to the Twice As Hard podcast. The essential guide where we will share tips to tool you up to succeed in the world of work and business. You can find me at Raphael Sofaluk on Instagram, at Raphael Sofaluk on Twitter, LinkedIn, at UKBB Show. Yep. Can't forget the business at twice as hard. But where can we find you, Opiemi Sofaluk? You know, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Opiemi Sofaluk. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Opiemi.Sofaluk. Twitter, Opiemi Sofaluk. Love it. Easy peasy. So today's affirmation is if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. I feel like you cannot, like, yeah, you can try and do this journey on your own. Mm. But actually, you definitely need people around. Yeah, no one has risen to the top by themselves. Like, no one. Collaboration is key. Exactly. I like that. Okay, before we get into it, you know, I love this question. Mm -hmm. Can you just tell me, you know, one of the favourite things you have about me? You know, you actually asked me this question at least once every two weeks. No, that is not true. <laughs> at least once every quarter. Once, Words of uh, affirmation uh, is, you know, it's good. So, Raph, what's your favourite thing about me? Mm-hmm. You should tell me on a So my favourite thing is your drive. You motivate me a lot. You've motivated me a lot in my professional career since I started. And yeah, there's, there's so many things. Thank you. You can keep on so going. You look you good. Want. You look good too. <laughs> I appreciate it. What about me? my turn okay there are many things okay that i love about you mm-hmm. okay if we're talking like work-wise mm-hmm. i think you're one of the most driven people i know and i love that i think you're not just the ideas person your ideas and implementation and i personally learn a lot from that you know and um, but also i think you're very thoughtful and caring and selfless and helpful the list goes on I'm not going to gas you up too much today so I'm going to stop there because I can just see your head is just starting to (laughs) glow but yeah those are just those are just a few of the things I appreciate about you I'm just thinking you know has there been a particular time where you felt you really needed to lean on me in order to achieve lean on me oh gosh here we go you know I'm 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 enjoying this thing (laughs) I'm trying to get signed oh, on this gosh. podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to get a record deal. Um, writing the Twice as Hard book. Oh my gosh. We had to lean on each other. That's so true. It was late nights. It was juggling the kids. It was, you know, it was everything. It was me sleeping on the floor, working. Okay, let me just pause. We need to explain and yeah. give context to okay, that. Okay, cool. If you see Raph when he's like in this go hard mode, like you will literally... Go into the living room, laptop is on the floor, 
he lays down and takes his <laughs> position. And if he's laying on the floor working, that means is, is business mode. Yeah. If I'm on that floor. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never understand I why. I don't actually understand it as well. And half the time you end up sleeping there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you come and wake me up and bring me up there? I tell you to wake up. I tell you to wake up. But no, honestly, that writing the book was definitely where we had to lean on each other and yeah. lean on family because at that time, we just had our second child. Mm. So I was on mat leave. So during the day you were working, I was looking after the kids. And then in the evening, it was like another night shift. I felt yeah. like I was back at uni, like working through the night, like would literally put the kids to bed. Uh-huh. I'll probably go to bed quite late around midnight or so. Wake up like 2 a.m. Then go hard mm. till like 8 a.m. And Lolly will probably wake up in the middle of the night and join me. So we want to talk about, you know, creating tools for working together and the importance of collaboration and community in your career and professional journey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who are the people that, you know, make up your community? Like, who do you rely on in your professional work? I would say the people I rely on, yeah, I feel like you need to have a good team around you. So, like, my colleagues, in terms of creating a space for me to feel like I'm I'm comfortable, I'm working well, I can thrive, I feel like it's important to have a strong team around and people who kind of trust your judgment but also encourage you, stretch you. So I would say definitely the team adds a lot to my professional journey. What about yourself? I think in my professional work, the people I rely on are, you know, my teams, my operations director, I met her in 2017 and she literally just reached out because she saw like the website and she wanted to help mm-hmm. out. Um, so she was really passionate about the black community. But yeah, I guess like the black community is my community, really. That's mm-hmm. what I live and breathe every day, mm-hmm. talking about black things, black stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, today we've got a fantastic guest, Ruby Aiku. She's the co-founder of VAMP. I'm a big fan of VAMP. We're big fans of yeah. VAMP. Um, I've loved what they've built over the last few years. I remember when the Girls Trip came out mm-hmm. and the buzz around it. Yeah. And like, let's not lie, they was responsible for that buzz. That's why I think we really just wanted to get them in the room, okay. have a chat. We need to understand the keys, the knowledge, uh-huh. how. A bit about Ruby. Ruby Jade Ayuku is a graduate of Coventry University and a former NBC Universal PR intern with a passion for PR, media and the beauty industry. She's co-founder of VAMP, a leading digital talent and PR agency, and her clients include Disney, Universal Pictures, E1, Warner Bros, BBC so many. It's it's amazing. I think it's incredible. I think as a black woman, Coming into or breaking through in any industry, you know how much work you have to put in. And I think one of the things you always have to think about is people need to trust me in Mm. order to give me business. And so when I see the names that, you know, Ruby's worked with, I'm thinking you need to tell us the story Mm. because this is incredible. I love it. Welcome. Thank you. How do you feel about yeah. when we just read your bio? You know, <laughs> how does it feel when you hear this? When you hear like, the accolades and you're just like, you know, um, it's always really nice because one thing we've always said, especially like we've been on other podcasts and I've said this, and now that I'm saying that out loud, I realize we still haven't done this, but we don't celebrate our wins yeah. enough. Um, so it is nice to hear some of these things back because we kind of just do one project and then move to the next. Mm-hmm. But it is really important to take time to just to be like, well, like, actually, we've done really well. Mm-hmm. That's it. What would you say has been the highlights in the last five years? 
highlights um, would probably be Girls Trip, mm-hmm. number one, because as you mentioned, like, that was our first big project. Mm. That was our first project, really. And it came about just through perseverance, luck, and the blessings of God. Mm. We cold pitched on the phone and then a did an email pitch. We didn't know Universal. We didn't have any contacts there. But we we felt like we could offer them something because we could see that they were potentially going to miss a massive market by not actively marketing to black women in the UK or black people in the UK. So we just really put ourselves out there. And they, you mentioned trust. They yeah. trusted mm-hmm. us quite early on and allowed us to do what we wanted to do. And yeah, that was a huge moment for us. And then that led to us working on Black Panther, which mm-hmm. again Amazing. was another really huge moment for us. And then I'd say like third, third it was a joint third. Um, we worked on Hustlers yeah. in 2019. Oh. And the reason that was really fun was again, that trust. Mm. Again, it was with a new client, but they let us literally do whatever we wanted, which is why we were able to do a party in a strip club. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, and that was really fun because that specific client was like, don't tell me too much about what you're doing. Just do it. Yeah. And I'll tell my team later. <laughs> She's like, go through. Um, and then joint third would be uh, working. One of the girls that we manage is Marion Musa. And we helped launch her collection with I Saw It First last year, Amazing. where she was the first black female influencer to have a collection with a fast fashion brand mm-hmm. in the UK. So that was huge. We've been working towards that since we started managing Marion. So these highlights are not like they're not just any kind of small highlights, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're big huge, deals. Huge. So before we get into some other questions, we're gonna do a bit of an icebreaker okay. with you. Yeah. Get us a bit relaxed, relaxed. right? <laughs> okay, so just a few kind of fire round questions. Okay. <clears throat> and you just pick, you know, whatever you'll go for. So apparently you like going on holidays. Hello, well. <laughs> <laughs> right, so beach holiday or city holiday? City. Okay. I know it's mine. Yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. Well, no, I, I'm i not. I can't swim. Yeah. I hate sand, mm. but I do like the beach. Yeah. But city holiday just reminds me of like like sightseeing and walking yeah. around. Like, you know, those little moments where you might just like get an ice cream and sit yeah, on a bench yeah, yeah. and just watch the world go by. And immerse yeah. yourself. I love that. Place. Like, I okay. love that. I love that. And I love just going to, yeah, cities. She's a city girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rom com or horror? Rom com. Yes. I'm such a romantic. Favourite rom-com? Oh, it doesn't count as a rom-com per se, but my like one of my favourite films is Clueless. Oh, oh yeah. I love I Clueless. I love Clueless as well, oh, yeah. I know, you're thinking, what? <laughs> I love Clueless. I love Clueless. <laughs> Clueless is a classic film. I yeah. love it so much. So, yeah. Okay. Black Panther or Girls Trip? Ah, you want to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Girls Trip. Okay. okay. I'm going to say Girls Trip because, obviously... We worked with both of them, but I think Girls Trip because it was like the first yeah. Yeah. time we've seen something like that. Obviously, Black Panther was the first too, but yeah, yeah. you know, there's been other films, yeah. you know, black films or superhero films, you know, yeah. like things like Blade and like, yeah. But this was the first time something like Girls Trip had happened, especially mm-hmm. with the team behind it. The team, mm-hmm. the the fact that Universal backed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say Girls Trip, but it's a nice, girly, fun film. And then just lastly, what's the latest thing to inspire you? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, I mean, it's like a more of a general one, but I think just seeing the amount of businesses that came out of last year mm. that are still thriving yeah. is really, really great to see. A lot of them we're working with on a regular basis and they 
basically started during the pandemic. So yeah. to start a business anytime is hard, but to start one in the middle of a pandemic and to continue thriving after is such an achievement. Because I know how difficult it, or hard it was for us to start a business, you know, when we did, there was no massive global pandemic sure. happening yeah, at yeah, the time. Yeah. So it's so brave to start something like that. As we mentioned, we're talking about, you know, tools, mm -hmm. you know, tools to work together. Mm -hmm. How would you describe the, you know, the work that you do, first of all? So um, we are a talent agency and a PR agency. So the services we provide um, are consultancy, events management, um, influence and marketing and PR. Those are our main services as a business. We've also started doing podcasting and we right. started doing some research bits as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those are our main services that we provide. And that's the kind of work that we do all within the black sphere, making sure that black people are at the forefront of everything that we're doing um, and things are being done authentically. So I think that's really interesting. I'd love to hear more about just the journey to VAMP, like how mm. it became an agency. I heard there was an email you received in the process. So I would love to hear more about Ooh, that. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> You've done your research. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, we all went to Coventry, the three of us, me, Rimby and Christina. And me and Rimby did media communications and Tina did business. And Christina and I did a placement year mm -hmm. um, in between our second and third year. And she worked at Google and I worked at Universal Pictures and they were in the same building just by chance. Mm. So it was a really fun summer because like I used to sneak her into Universal and she used to sneak me into Google. And it was just like, it was just really nice because we'd lived together before. So like we were already quite close. And yeah, one day she emailed me on my work email and was like, let's start a business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we just, we were like, yep, let's bring in Rimby and just see what we can do because I think we were unofficially doing things anyways but mm. with no name no sort of business structure no strategy no nothing it was just doing things as a group or as a duo and we were managing Mariam as well but as I said there was no name to it there was no there was no strategy so we decided to put one in place and start thinking okay what could we actually do what are we all good at we're all good at social media we've all got a lot of contacts mm. so like let's see what happens um, but it wasn't until about a year later that we became vamp and we were managing a makeup artist at the time and we were doing an event with smashbox cosmetics and we did this really fun event sold out and we invited mariam and a couple of other influences and at the end of the event we were speaking to some of them and they mentioned that that was the first event they've ever been invited to mm. we were really shocked because mm. we're like these girls are big girls like yeah, back yeah. then you know, they had, I don't know, like 30, 40,000 followers, mm. which is still huge now. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. back then it was like, wow. Yeah, and so course. we're like why, like, why are you guys not being reached out to? And then we sort of realized that Mariam was being invited to events and doing things because we were actively putting her forward mm. for, for things. And we realized that these influencers didn't have someone in their corner backing them and putting them forward. Because back then the brands, I mean, they still are sometimes, but the brands were quite lazy. They mm. weren't actively going out like, mm, okay, let's see who the new influencers in yeah, this yeah. demographic are and et cetera. So we realized that we needed to be those that people to bridge that gap. Amazing. Mm -hmm. What's the name Vamp? Mm. Yeah. Where yeah, they come from. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got two two stories, the official and the unofficial. <laughs> I'm a PR girl, so I mm -hmm. always talk about the 
official one. And yeah. then if Christina was here, she would yeah. tell the other one. And um, today you're going to tell both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I would tell both of them. Yes. Um, so the official one is we were just, we had a brainstorm, which this actually happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had a brainstorm one night. We were just like, we need a name, we need a name. And I remember we were like, on a three-way call, I was pacing around in my kitchen, coming up with names, and then we kind of just like, okay, well, what are we going to be doing for these businesses? We're going to mm. be helping them re-energize, re- mm. re-strategize, re- like revamp their Love. strategy. And we're like, oh, mm, revamp sounds interesting. Mm. And we're like, okay, well, how about just vamp? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, that sounds cool. good. Yeah. So that was our that's our official story. The unofficial one is uh, way back when I believe it's Sleek uh-huh. had a lipstick shade called Vamp that okay. had all the girls in a chokehold in uh, 2017, <laughs> and so I think it was on our brain. Yeah. The okay. name was on our brain yeah. already. So yeah, that's... I like it. <laughs> I like it. When you started the business, I know you didn't want to like quit your job mm. straight away. Mm-hmm. What was that process like for you? What did your family think? And when mm. you eventually got to the stage of okay, I'm ready to leave my full time kind of security there mm. to, mm-hmm. to just jump into this. What was that process? So what's funny is I, I guess I've never even thought about this, but. I don't think I mentioned much about Vamp to my parents before I decided to quit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the sh- it must have been such a shock for them because it's like, why are you, like, you're quitting for something that you barely have started doing. And yeah. truth be told, at that time, I we hadn't, we didn't have much. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I was working in a PR agency, a tech PR agency, which I was really enjoying being a part of, but I wasn't enjoying the work. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, tech is not my passion. Like, I really wanted to try it to see if I could do it. And I was quite okay with it I was quite good but I f- would find myself on my lunch times before work after work doing vamp stuff yeah. and one of my other businesses I was working on at the time as well so it just I wanted to, like I'd see other people in my agency get really excited about the work they were doing and I'd be mm. like I want that yeah. like and I, sh- I should have that but I don't think I'm going to get it here but it was actually Christina that she quit her job first because mm-hmm. she felt like she got everything from where she was mm-hmm. and she felt like someone just needed to, to just spend a few months like developing what vamp could be and building that database mm. building that community and she was like yeah guys i'm gonna do it and i'll let you know like <laughs> hopefully i do okay and you know and then i'm a few months later i felt like yeah this is my time let me join tina and see what we can do the two of us and then uh rimby joined us about two three months later yeah it's good to have a plan in place because mm-hmm. i think Everyone's different. Some people will persevere for a long time, mm-hmm. but again, it just depends on your situation yeah, and your like exactly. what your life is your like lifestyle. at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely good. And what advice would you give to people then who are thinking about starting a business? They don't know whether to quit their job or wait it out. You know, what based on your experiences, what guidance would you offer? Don't quit your job <laughs> um, for a while, mm. at least. Anyways, we quit our jobs with little to no savings Mm. because it was very like spontaneous which I mean it works for us in the Mm. end um and I wouldn't change it because it probably made us work harder Mm -hmm. um but I do think at the same time we probably would have had the same results Mm. because we're all very hard working anyways and we knew what we wanted but we would have done that with like a little bit less stress Mm. so I would say like you know save like spend your spare time and your free time like developing that business that side hustle but save as much as you can yeah. and like especially if you're working in a similar industry already mm-hmm. start building contacts and start 
thinking of your strategy and thinking, okay, what are going to be the next steps and start making that, you know, one, two, three, five year plan yeah. so that if, you know, your business isn't making money straight away, you have a backup when you do want to quit. So I would say like have a goal of how much you want to save. Yeah. And then when you hit that, maybe go a little bit further. Yeah. And then quit. you can quit your job. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I started off and a lot of my entrepreneurs, this was like three or four years ago. I wasn't mm. even in the place to go full time. And some of my entrepreneur friends were like, just quit, man. Oh, wow. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <hold on>. <laughs> <laughs> but then like they were struggling as well. But it's like, just quit. Just be like me. And be yeah, like, let's all struggle. Like, I need money. Exactly. Thing. And people glamorize they that really like female do. boss, entrepreneur. Like, it ain't that lit. Listen, it's, it, like, it's a lot it's of hard really work and you have to set yourself up for success. Mm. Exactly. And so to your point, you have to save. It's about really being responsible, actually. Yeah. And understanding, right, this is where I'm at today. This is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that are going to help me get there. Exactly. But people are just ready to just dive just in. Dive in. Just... Yeah. yeah what, one thing I love that you said is um, what Christina, why she quit is because she felt like she had taken everything already from her job. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's one thing that I kept on, because I was working in for an events company before and it worked well that like I was still learning. Mm. But, you know, once you get to that stage, if you've got everything from it and just, you know, mm-hmm. I think you can, you can take, the, take, take the plunge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you said timing isn't always, you know, everything. As sometimes you have to make that time the right time. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've done this with Vamp in terms of timing? I think, I don't know whether it was strategic. It mm-hmm. just happened to to be the right time for things. So, mm-hmm. for example, that event we did with Smashbox was in June, I believe. And about a month later was when we saw the trailer for Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. And... You know, timing on that was perfect mm. because when we saw the trailer and we pitched, they hadn't started thinking about what they wanted to do. And like, I know they were about to and they were a bit worried about that, what, how to go about it. Yeah. So we hollered at them at the perfect time, yeah. like the perfect time. So I'm not going to say, yeah, we were really strategic mm-hmm. and like, yeah, we thought oh, like summertime was a good time to whatever. It wasn't like that. It was really a blessing. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, I think... We just had to kind of go for it and hope that within time, things would work out. And mm-hmm. they did. Love Amazing. that. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You mentioned earlier, like your work with Miriam mm-hmm. and securing that I saw it first mm-hmm. collaboration, which is incredible. The more we see black women on these brands, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you know, like we've got the right teams around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to hear, you know, how that came about mm-hmm. and just what was the experience for, mm-hmm. for you? So um, Marion's always been a fashion girl. Like when we were at uni, she was that one like dressed up for uni, like makeup, <laughs> hair, all of that. So we always knew we wanted to do something big in fashion. And like Marion's so good at like putting pieces together. And um, was it 2018? She started doing styling videos. Like she was one of the first people to really do styling videos on Instagram. And she was getting millions of views and she was doing so well. And she was just doing this off the back of her own creativity and working with like gifting from brands. And I saw it first got in touch and they loved her content and they were like, we want to, we want to pay you to do this content on a regular basis. And we were like, great. Like someone, like we didn't have to pitch. They came to us because they can see her value, which is, especially back then was so rare. Like you had to like scrape for things, but they saw her value and were like, yeah, we want to pay you. And they paid very well from the beginning and they didn't try like low ball like they were really great and we built a really good relationship with them because of that and like relationships is so important to us as a business on both sides of the business we asked for a specific budget to go towards black influencers we're Mm. like we're going to handle the influencer campaign on our side you guys can do your thing but give us budget like we would rather have some of that money that could go to Marion. We want to give it to black influencers mm. so that everyone's getting paid and everyone's celebrating this really great first. You mentioned just relationship management mm-hmm. as well. I know that that came around the time where Marion was going through her own mm. situation. Yeah. And like how important for you was it to kind of manage crisis mm. um, and still ensure that she comes out still mm-hmm. shining and, yeah. and as strong as ever? I do think us being friends with her was a massive element of it Mm. because she trusts us Mm -hmm. like regardless but you know you trust your friends and every decision we made and made with her she knows that we've got her best interest at heart Mm. it's not about money it's not even really about us for us it was about her and making sure she was good and just having that team that community behind her was really important and so yeah for us it was just about putting her first if we put her first she will bounce back quicker and be happier and we just had to remind her of who she was before Mm -hmm. and after and like whoever she wanted to be we'd back her Mm -hmm. um but we just had to always make decisions as a team Mm -hmm. because we we started this together and like we're you know we're still together now we're Mm -hmm. hoping to be together for a long time so it's about that trust on both sides Mm -hmm. and just putting her first yeah so just kind of leading on from that you know the vamp team you're all friends Mm. you know working with mariam's friends you know did you have any, you know, reservations about working with such close friends just in general? Not really. I mean, I know it doesn't work for some people, yeah. but it's really worked for mm. us. It's like, I don't think we would have got as far if we were all doing this individually or if we'd done this with strangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have worked because we just know each other well. Like we've all lived together at different points in time. Mm. I mean, Christina, our Rimbies 
daughters, godmothers. Aww. So like we're all really we're close, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. our friendship group from uni, we all are still friends. Mm. We've all gone on holidays together, and for us, it's about building a family. Yeah. So like even HR wise, we've got our friend Tyro that does our HR for us. Who mm. again, we went to uni with. She's in our friendship group. Mm-hmm. We lived with her, and then our friend Tolly helps us with our accounts. Yeah. So like mm. we're trying to keep it like in the family, and mm-hmm. it's. And we found it's worked better because it's like we all want to eat together mm-hmm. and succeed together. And again, it's that trust and that community. Mm-hmm. Who better can you trust than your own community? Yeah. This is exactly what I was thinking. As you were speaking, I was thinking that takes a lot of trust mm-hmm. and I think respect mm-hmm. because just working together like Raf and I, obviously Raf has his business and together we have conversations mm-hmm. and go back and forth. And you also have to respect when you have different ideas, yeah. Yeah. but you also have to... All- give each other the freedom to yeah. kind of be your work self yeah. but then yeah. you know them on a personal level so it's an interesting dynamic to, to kind of balance. juggle exactly yeah. so how do you kind of protect your boundaries when it comes to work mm. and friendship yeah. or as you said family because mm-hmm. actually what you're building is such a strong bond that you see each other's family yeah so how do you manage that closeness but mm. also keep it professional I'm not going to lie, we do not keep it professional. I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> do you keep it professional? We do not. But my main thing is, as long as the work is done, yeah. we get the work done regardless. So as long as, I think if we kept it too professional, we probably wouldn't have the quality of work that we do because we have fun while we're doing it. It feels yeah. real, it feels authentic, it feels relatable, mm-hmm. which is why I believe we've we've been able to get as far as we we have. So for us, it's just about, yeah, those boundaries, making sure that we're just really there for each other when things maybe go wrong or just giving each other the freedom. So Rimby had a second child earlier this year, so she was on maternity leave mm-hmm. and we were able to like hold the fort and I took some time off last year and like Christina was able to hold the fort. So like we're just very much there for each other. And I think you wouldn't be able to do that as much if we weren't friends and like family you you know it would feel like an obligation or like you know it just gets techie like oh Mm -hmm. you've taken this amount of time off and Mm. you know where we've had a chat and we don't think that you're contributing as much as yeah we ain't never going to do that like because we're friends we all know what this is about we all know what the end goal is so we are able to give each other that that room and that benefit of the doubt if anything um it goes wrong but yeah it's just about having fun with it like yeah we you know we don't do nine to five specifically we don't have a dress code it's just like as long as the work's done you mentioned something about the end goal what is Mm. the end goal for them so i always say if we can not celebrate firsts oh my gosh yeah, i will kind of feel like i've the job's done I can yeah. retire like mm. we've still got so many firsts to yeah. accomplish and like I, I want to be able to look mm. at billboards and look at things and, and not think wow that's such a big deal yeah. because yeah. oh my god I've never seen it before I want us to celebrate things because it's just a big deal mm-hmm. it's just because someone's worked hard and they deserve what they've got mm-hmm. rather than oh my gosh the industry is finally seeing them so like if yeah if we can get to a point where we don't have to have these long conversations with brands and organizations where we have to persuade them. They're coming to us with the right budget and they're coming to other businesses with the right budget. They see our value. We're seeing more attention being given to to black people and people mm. of color when it comes to how much we spend in the economy yeah. and we spend as consumers. Then I can like relax mm. and yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to be really cheeky. Ooh. I'm going to ask you a question. You know, has there been a time where you've clashed with each other? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean we're friends. Rap so like, like ooh, ooh. But of drama. Yeah, no, like we we do, but it's like one benefit of being a three mm-hmm. is like we're a bit of a democracy. Like 
if two are for something and one's against, mm-hmm. we just have to go with it and mm-hmm. just pray it works out. Like we're not going that one person's not gonna pray it fails yeah. because it's of not gonna course. benefit yeah, yeah, yeah. us as a business. Like you want it to work out, but it's just like as long as everyone's opinions voiced yeah, yeah. and it's like laid out on the table, then that's the main thing. But you know, one of the other beauties of there being three of us is that we've got three different perspectives. Although we're friends and we mm-hmm. we're all similar in a, in a sense, we are still very different and have mm. different different backgrounds and different perspectives on things. So it allows us to make different kind of decisions and yeah. give ourselves room to be creative and and take the lead on certain things. So like we really don't clash often and it's more just a clash of opinions if anything um but it'd also be weird if we didn't which sometimes we do when we're like thinking of ideas i might say how about you do it this way and raf is like thinks he should do it his way (laughs) and then eventually he might realize actually not always (laughs) sometimes i'm like (laughs) but sometimes he is right and i'll be Mm -hmm. like you know you're absolutely right and i think that's what it Again, it goes back to respect. Yeah. It goes back to, you know, listening and being able to... When I'm right, obviously, like, mm, okay. No. She, she won't actually say that I'm right. That I'll be like, true. I'll be like, you're right. <laughs> you know? No, I will say, though, sometimes I'll say, do you know what? Yeah. You're right. Can't lie. <laughs> so. This is all about tools. So I wanted to get on to a question about, you know, key tools. Mm. What are the key tools you think you need to work well with others? something you should should have is that ability to listen and not listen to just talk but listen to listen like you actually have to hear people's opinion and hear people's thought process and it's really important to listen as much as you can because there's going to be times where you might need to make a decision without your team around you Mm -hmm. and you need to be able to assess what would they think what Mm -hmm. would they say what would they usually decide and if you don't constantly listen, especially during those times where you might clash, you're not going to know your team. You might have that end goal, but it's about how you get to it. And that kind of leads on to like just team building. So we, we were doing Vamp on our own for the first three years, completely on our own. We had some interns every Mm -hmm. now and again, but it was just the three of us. And then we employed our first full-time employee end of 2019. Mm -hmm. And since then we've grown to a team of 10. Wow. These things just make me smile. I'm just like, come on. So we're a team of 10, soon to be 11, hopefully by the end of this year. And it's just about, yeah, team building. We realise that we can't do everything on our own. Amazing. You know what songs just come to my mind Mm. as you're speaking? I'm not going to sing. Sing You know that song? Boss, Michelle Obama. (laughs) I was just, you know, as I'm hearing you speak, I'm like, you're bosses. You're bosses. I love it. Um, But yeah, just to bring it back to the book, you know, Mm. twice as hard. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that phrase mean to you? Do you have any memories of it? And, you know, how did it inform your career or work in practice? My dad wasn't keen on me doing media at university. He felt like, you know, it was a bit of a rubbish subjects mm-hmm. and he wanted me to do something a lot more academic but I just knew it wasn't my thing mm-hmm. so like I did it and my mum was like look if you're going to do this you need to do it well mm-hmm. so like if you're going to do something your dad doesn't want you to do you need to be great at it mm-hmm. so she was like get first or nothing yeah. and so I had to work mm. twice, twice as hard as, as I probably would have yeah. if I didn't have that added pressure mm. So I feel like that term can come in different ways or you can you can interpret it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then going into work, we have felt like we've had to work twice as hard on many occasions. And again, for different reasons, partly because we are women, partly because we're mm-hmm. black women, mm-hmm. also because we're young, especially yeah. when we started. Yeah, yeah. We were, what, 23? Wow. You know, just graduates of uni, like this small little agency coming in to tell the brands this and that mm-hmm. when they've worked with other bigger or more established um, agencies for years, 
it was a big risk for a lot of brands or a lot of um, studios. So there were so many different things that were kind of working against us that we had to to fight against. And we had to work twice, sometimes thrice as mm-hmm. hard <laughs> to to just get our foot in the door mm. and, and be heard and respected. And we're still like, it's not all roses now. We still have to work really, really hard. But again, I wouldn't really have it any other way because of the experiences we've been able to have. And it's really built us as people. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd run a business or own a business that wasn't part of my life plan yeah. but I'm really glad it's happened as it has because I'm, I love my work and I love I love doing what we do amazing well you've got more than just your foot in the door you're mm. kicking down yeah. the doors you exactly. are doing amazing we've loved this session oh, thank yeah. you Ruby really? thank you great. so much no, um, you it's been a pleasure me. to have you on, no, really on, on the podcast I really, um, really appreciate just keep shining thank keep you. shining because um, I actually think I need to bring my shades next time I see no. you keep shining <laughs> Listen, shine so bright that's it um, <laughs> oh my gosh was it Ruby wow Amazing. wow she's fantastic she is she is and do you know what I was just thinking in terms of like just everything she shared one of the things I loved mm. what she touched on is the importance of trust yes. you know in business how even though she was like the vamp was relatively new when they were entrusted with girls trip they must have come with so much confidence and it just reminds me just the importance of actually how you present yourself plays a massive role in how confident people are going to be in your ability and so I loved that as a team you know they were able to build trust with a brand but also you know thinking back to some of the things she said around collaboration and just working together I found it really interesting that actually there hasn't been any kind of issues working with your friends because often people are like don't mix the two you know it could be a bit tricky but I love the fact that they've been able to kind of build a relationship that allows them to essentially bring their whole selves to work and actually work really effectively together yeah it's so great to see a company like Vamp you know really just kind of kicking down doors and really making a difference in the industry Another thing that stuck out to me was when we spoke about the tools for collaboration and she said the most important thing for her was, you know, listening. Yeah. Listening is so important, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's very easy when you, like, when you have your own idea in yeah. mind, it's so easy to be tunnel vision and That's just want to yeah. do what you want to do. But mm-hmm. actually, when there's more than one person in the equation, the importance of not just listening so you can get your answer out, yeah. but actually listening to understand someone's perspective someone's opinion kind of taking in that information and then giving your own take on it you know super important in that kind of freeway collaboration definitely and i love the how they're just you know collaborating with so many different organizations as well i love the story about girls trip i love the story about black panther what they're doing with uh, mariam Musa is fantastic i love it and yeah really excited to see you know, where they are going to go in the future. I mean, with all this kind of information that we've gathered, what would you do different if you had this information earlier in your career? Mm. Like when when you say that, I think for me, it's not that I've actually left my job to, to start a business, but what I found interesting that when Ruby 
was starting Vamp. Yeah. She actually s carried on working for a little bit of time before leaving her job. And so I think that that's really kind of interesting. A lot of the times people want to just get out there and start their business, yeah. which is it's good to have that passion. But I think it's very important to have a plan in place. Sure. And so I think not necessarily just around leaving the job, but just when you're starting in business, I think it's a reminder for me actually always have your plan in place of course be ready to be flexible but you know have an idea of where you want to go she kept touching on the end goal the end goal yeah. and so i love that there's that vision you know she's working towards a vision and so i think just the planning element is, is super important thanks so much to ruby akiru Remember, it's okay to take a break. We work really hard. So do something nice for yourself this week. You deserve it. This is the Twice As Hard podcast from Storyglass. Your hosts were me, Raphael Sofaluk. And me, Opiemi Sofaluk. The producer is Nicole Logan and executive producer is Alex Hollands. Production support from Tolly Mags and production management from Kerry Luter. Our show opener and episode mixing is done by Charlie Brandon King. Special thanks to the team at Spiritland Studios and to all our lovely guests. Twice as Hard, the book, is published by DK and available from all good bookstores now. If you like the podcast, please let us know by rating us and leaving a review. We know everyone says this, but it really does make a difference when it comes to people finding out about the podcast. Also, like, share amongst your community and the big one, subscribe. We'll see you soon.